This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Welcome to the second installment of the ninth season of Napkin Scribbles, where we're looking at hymns that every Christian should know and that we should not leave behind as we move into the future. I thought it would be, as we get into this, I thought it'd be fun to kind of just admit that there are some hymns that maybe we shouldn't know, or if we do know, we maybe shouldn't tell people we do know them. Um, because there's some been real disasters, some real bad hymns, or some real bloopers in terms of hymnody. I, I mentioned in the, in the first napkins gribble that Methodists used to be known as Shouting Methodists, and there was actually a song called Shouting Methodists. It was, it made it into the hymnal one year. I think it was in the 1830s. It made it into one of the Methodist hymnals. Um, but the words were, and, and I'm going to give them to you so you'll know why indeed um, it didn't make it into the hymnal. They pray the most, they preach the best, they labor most for endless rest. I hope my Lord will them increase and fill the world with Methodists. Now you see why you didn't make it. Into, but they got it right the second, second stanza. They are despised by Satan's train because they shout and preach so plain. I'm bound to march in endless bliss and die a shouting Methodist. And that was the, the hymn called Shouting Methodist. Um, and I, I'm not sure um, that, that that hymn should have made one hymn, no much less. But it, it suddenly disappeared. Uh, my mentor in seminary wrote a, an article on the 19th century as the Methodist age, and he put that hymn, that hymn in there, and that's the only reason why I know it. There, then there's uh, Hilaire Belloc. Um, he has a sailor's carol. It also went by Arundel Carol. And it's called Noel, 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 Noel. And this is one that the, you only recite this or sing this when you're uh, at a certain moment after the dinner and everybody's sitting around in sober mesa time around the table just having talks. And this is when you could bring this one up, but that's about the only time. It went like this, Noel, 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 a Catholic tale I have to tell and a Christian song I have to sing while all the bells and Arundel ring. I pray good beef and I pray good beer this holy night of all the year, but I pray detestable drink for them that give no honor to Bethlehem. May all good fellows that here agree drink audit ale in heaven with me. And may all my enemies go to hell, Noel, 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 Noel. May all my enemies go to hell, Noel, Noel, Noel. So <laughs> I, this is not a Christian hymn, by the way. Uh, it, it is a Christian hymn, but it, it shouldn't be sung by any Christian. So Christians shouldn't know it. But if you do know it, just uh, keep it to yourself. And, um, and sometimes when you're really mad, you might want to sing it, but you don't tell anybody else you're, you're singing it. There, there are two some songs that we all like, but they have lyrics that are terrible. And so you don't know whether because one stanza is so bad that it ruins the rest of the song. And let me give you an example. This is All Things Bright and Beautiful. I mean, this is a beautiful, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. And then you get the little, each little flower that opens, each little bird that sings. He made their glowing colors. He made their tiny wings. 
And then you got the purple-headed mountain, the river running by, the sunset in the morning that brightens up the sky. And then you got the rich man in his castle, the poor man at his gate. God made them high or lowly and ordered their estate. And you're going, what? 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 Um, how in the world does that get in there? Uh, in the midst of all this, the cold wind in the winter, the pleasant summer sun, the ripe fruits in the garden. God made them everyone, all things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. And then the last um, stanza, the tall trees in the greenwood, the meadows where we play, the rushes by the water, we gather every day. No, I think that is not the last. I think the last stanza is he gave us eyes to see them. That's right. Yeah. And lips that we might tell how great is God Almighty who made all things well. Well, so you got all these beautiful, beautiful lyrics. And then you got this one stanza that is just horrible. God made some people poor, God made some people rich, and they need to stay that way because that's the way God made them. And you're going, holy cow, where does that come from? So I frankly just have given up the song, but whatever you do, don't sing that, that stanza. Um, Royce Eckhart um, is, uh, has done a little exercise too, and he calls it hymns to avoid. And uh, these are... These are hymns that basically Jesus would, would not have liked. So I'm going to follow him a little bit and uh, add my own stuff to it. But um, So I'm going to give you some sampling of some songs that have either um, hymnic humor or, or quaint expressions or basically uh, shock value. <laughs> all glory, Lord, and honor. You all know that Palm Sunday hymn. Um, it's always admitted now, stanza seven, but at least you ought to know that it was in there. It's, it's line 21 in the original Latin text of 78 lines, all glory, lot, and honor. And here's what we admit. O Lord, be thou the writer and we the little ass that to God's holy city together we may pass. <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? Okay, you didn't hear it from me. And here's the, an old song that um, the opening stanza goes like this. Lord, I hear of showers of blessing. Thou art scattering full and free. Showers the thirsty land refreshing. Let some droppings fall on me. <laughs> I I, those droppings give me a little worry. Um, but if, you, if you're braver than I am, you can go ahead and, and sing it. But here, here's uh, some really curiously worded hymns. Uh, here's more and more my heart's aflutter with the thoughts I may not utter. I, I call this the arrhythmia. The, those who have arrhythmias, that's their theme song. More and more my heart's aflutter with the thoughts I may not utter. Um, we all have those aflutters and, and about our utters. But here, here's a, an attempt to reflect on um, Revelation 21, 25, and the gates of it shall, this is talking about heaven, shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. Or John 10, 7 to 9, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. Um, I am the gate, whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come out and go out and find pasture. So I, I don't know who wrote this hymn. I, um, I forgot who, but um, here's the, the line, when heaven's opening gates invite the pilgrim's feet and Jesus at the entrance waits to place them on his seat. Um, the, the feet go on his seat. 
I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if all the feet are going to go on Jesus' seat, where's he sitting? And what kind of a dirty seat would it be? Um, now, my, my favorite one, uh, and this is the, the most risque and risky one, is um, a hymn entitled, Awake My Soul to Joyful Lays. And um, it's actually based on Psalm 36.7. And it was written by Samuel Medley, uh, who is a really good hymn writer. And in fact, some of his songs that you, you know, Oh, could I speak the matchless worth? Oh, could I sound the glories forth, which in my Savior shine? I'd soar and touch the heavenly strings and vie with Gabriel while he sings in notes almost divine. In notes almost divine. Can't you hear the music in the background as I'm doing this? I sing the precious bloody spilt, my ransom from the dreadful guilt of sin and wrath divine. I sing his glorious righteousness in which all perfect heavenly dress. My soul shall ever shine. My soul shall ever shine. I'd sing the characters he bears and all the forms his love he wears. Exalted on his throne and loftiest songs of sweetest praise, I would to everlasting days make all his glories known. Make all his glories known. He wrote a couple of other that you're from, others that you're familiar with. Um, and, um, but this one, he just, and the problem is that sometimes something means something in one era that it loses its meaning for another. So, Medley is talking about the free loving kindness of God. And, um, and the, the, the song begins, um, Awake, my soul, in joyful lays, and sing thy great Redeemer's praise. He justly claims a song from me, his loving kindness is so free. Now, when it did make it, when it did make, put it, was put in some hymnals, they changed it to from Awake My Soul to Joyful Lays to Awake My Soul in Joyful Lays. Now, what, what is the problem here is that it is a lay in the medieval French, spelled L-A-I, means a song. And so lays are songs. And so he's trying to say here that our souls ought to wake every morning to a song. And it's beautiful, but, uh, and he's also arguing that such, such songs ought to come from the very depths of our souls, which is also beautiful. Just the hymn, can you imagine the title? Uh, we're going to sing this morning, uh, Awake My Soul to Joyful Lays, um, how that would be taken. So uh, I also think of the Isaac Watts song that he, he actually wrote for children. And... Um, published it in uh, 1715, Divine Songs in Easy Language for Use of Children. So here, here was one of them, and I dare you to try and teach this to your kids in, the, in your Sunday school. Let dogs delight to bark and bite, for God has made them so. Let bears and lions growl and fight, for tis their nature too. But children, you should never let such angry passions rise. Your little hands were never made to tear each other's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, kiddies, we're going to sing this morning. Um, let dogs delight to bark and bite. Um, or here, here's one. I, I, I could keep going. Um, 
Um, but I'll, I'll stop here. Okay. From an old, old, uh, another old hymn book, um, the song is titled, I Find Christ Adequate. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really? This is not written, written, obviously, by a Wesleyan. Or here, here's, if, if, if there was a warning um, that if, if your song, if a hymn is starting to song like, it's a, like it's, it sound like it's a song to your boyfriend or girlfriend, there's trouble. And um, so here are a couple of little too cozy hymn texts for me. Snuggle up close to Jesus and rest a little while. Snuggle up close to Jesus and bask in the sun of his smile. Or this one is actually entitled My Honeymoon. Here's a hymn. Jesus is the only lover of my soul. He has won my heart and now has full control. Other lovers come and go. Jesus never leaves me. So there's a honeymoon in my heart all of the time. I'm, I'm willing to risk kitsch sometimes, but not here, not, not in this, uh, this arena. Um, finally, I'm going to end with this. I, I will end with this. This is kind of how a wrong tune can ruin good words. And I'm going to give you the words first, and then I'm going to tell you what the tune, it's in the hymn book too, and um, see if this doesn't ruin it. This is one thing. Glory to God, peace on the earth. Goodwill to men, sang the angels above. Glory to God, peace on the earth. Goodwill to men, sounds the chorus of love. Um, the problem is that the, the, the tune that is, it's married to is Mendelssohn's wedding song, Here Comes the Bride. So I'm going to give you the words again and see how just hearing in the background, here comes the bride, doesn't ruin the song. Glory to God, peace on the earth, good will to men, sang the angels above. Glory. I'm not going to sing, here comes the bride. I'm trying not to, but um, here it is. Glory to God, peace on the earth. Goodwill to men sounds the chorus, the chorus of, of love. We have a lot of fun here, um, and we're gonna get serious with the next uh, uh, installments. But I just wanted to, these are hymns that probably um, you, you don't need to know, you shouldn't know, and if you do know them, you ought to keep them quiet. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.